millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, friends, and as always, welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. Hope you guys are having a lovely day. I was hoping that the testimony at the House Ways and Means Committee with the whistleblowers would be over, but it is still continuing. So the show must go on. I have to go live because I've got other shows I have to do later on tonight. Rest assured, Brad and I are going to be doing a full breakdown of the entirety of of the testimonium. You know, there's going to be 10 plus hours probably. But in this segment, I am going to talk about some of the most important bits that have been revealed thus far. Currently, Byron Donalds is just absolutely killing it. He's asking questions. I mentioned in the chat that there was a Democrat who was talking and oh my God, I it was all I could do to stop from tearing my ears off and scratching my eyes out. Oh God, good Lord. Uh, anyways, I appreciate you guys being here. Do me a favor. Don't forget to hit that like button. Don't forget to share the show. Help us by getting it out there on your favorite social media platform for certain. Uh, besides the hearing and the evidence, there was actually additional hearings going on today. I think they got far less attention. However, they are very important nonetheless. We've also got some news coming out about uh, potentially defunding Jack Smith's witch hunt. So sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. 
According to the CDC, 73.6% of adults are overweight, with a further 40% of those adults in the obese category. Now, this is why I highly recommend including this amazing supplement in your daily routine. It contains naturally sourced ingredients straight from the earth to support weight loss. Its main ingredient is called conjugated linoleic acid, or CLA for short. It's been shown to reduce fat storage while speeding up the breakdown of the fat that you do have. The CLA and this product is essentially hindering your body's ability to store fat in favor of supporting your body's ability to burn that fat and break it down. Try it today for 51% off, plus get several free bonuses. You can order right now by going to my special link, trimwithred.com, or just click the link in the description box below. Once again, that's trimwithred.com, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, good. Ooh, look at that. Wow, that camera is way off. Let me get that fixed. All right, that's better. Good afternoon. Welcome back. It's so good to see everyone. Uh, as always, this is Red Pill 78. My name is Zach Payne, and the show is Red Pill News Live. We have a series of very exciting stories and uh, some stories that are probably going to stress you out <laughs> and uh, give you a little bit of anxiety, as they always do. This is the nature of the beast. I just wanted to give a big shout out to everybody hanging out there on the foxhole at pilled.net. Also to everyone hanging out over on Rumble as well. And I was hoping we were going to have a special guest uh, to give us a little bit of information about uh, something that's going on, but uh, that person is not here yet. So we'll have to see if they're going to be back uh, at some point in the future. Um, one of the hazards of living down here in Florida is that inevitably every single pair of my glasses gets sand scratching the lens. And so I just got a new pair of glasses in the mail today. Uh, let me know if you like them. Uh, I can see clearer than I have in probably the last year. So that's pretty awesome. Looking forward to uh, getting into this news with you guys. Let's begin with a little discussion about our friend Matt Gates, my uh, brother from Florida down here. Now, uh, one of the uh, the big questions is uh, whether or not Jack Smith's investigation into President Trump is going to result in another indictment. Now, we spoke yesterday about President Trump receiving that letter on Sunday night about the fact that he will likely be indicted. He has been asked to come speak before a grand jury in Washington, D.C. in regards to uh, his uh, uh, supposed uh, involvement in the insurrection of uh, January 6th. Now, we know that it wasn't really an insurrection. It was essentially a, a, a guided tour of the White House with a whole bunch of people. Sure, there were some people doing some bad things, uh, but if we're going to hold everybody from January 6th accountable, then we just have to do the same thing with everybody who rioted in the summer of 2020. But the truth is, we're not going to do that, are we? So with that announcement that the uh, likely indictment of President Trump is going to be coming out of a third jurisdiction, Matt Gates has proposed the idea of floating legislation that would defund Jack Smith's witch hunt against President Trump. Essentially, this would be legislation which would allow for the investigation of President Trump to be completely starved of cash. Special counsel Jack Smith would no longer have the funds or the monetary backing to continue on with his witch hunt of President Trump. And Matt Gates said, in the coming hours, in the coming days, I will be introducing legislation under my name and the House of Representatives as a freestanding bill to defund Jack Smith's investigation. This was uh, posted in a tweet. Now, Gates has argued that this investigation is interfering with the election process. President Trump has said the same thing himself. I think that probably 
probably everybody watching here right now believes that as well. Unless, of course, you're a leftoid who's here to just uh, get, uh, I don't know, a, a weird sense of satisfaction knowing that we're talking about the possibility of President Trump being indicted in another sham investigation. But either way. He says they are attacking our democracy. I don't think you can look at it in any other way. If we were in the midst of an election cycle and uh, the Department of Justice, no matter who was president, uh, was going after Joe Biden, then it would certainly be called election interference, even though perhaps in Joe Biden's situation, it wouldn't be. Uh, This is also uh, a, a theme that they were attempting to bring up during the questioning of the whistleblowers in Congress today. Uh, The idea that it was Donald Trump who was president when these decisions were made about Hunter Biden. We'll talk about that in a moment. But right now, Matt Gates believes, as uh, do I, that they are attacking our democracy. They are engaging in election interference. And aside from election interference, there is a uh, a suspicious lack of transparency, uh, which is one of the reasons why he's proposing this legislation. He says, I want to know who's on Jack Smith's team. Apparently, we have no idea. You ought to be able to evaluate what they're made, uh, what they're made of, what political decisions uh, and donations they put out there, what connections they have to people who in in the seats of power in Washington, D.C. And the Department of Justice has also been suspiciously absent in giving answers to these and many other questions, stating that as a member of the Judiciary Committee, Matt Gates is actually entitled to this information. So knowing that he's entitled and the DOJ is not giving that information over, Matt Gates is going in and uh, attempting to use one of the only strategic options he has. And this is something that I truly believe Congress needs to get a little bit more comfortable doing. Uh, he is now asking for co-sponsors to the legislation. He certainly hopes that somebody else will jump in there with him. I don't know if anybody else is going to have the uh, the bravery to do this. I would imagine that there's got to be at least one other Republican sitting in the House of Representatives who uh, is willing to stand up with Matt Gates and say enough is enough. The power of the purse is probably the most important power in Washington, D.C., because without money, not much is going to get done. All right. So I'd actually like to segue into a another conversation about January 6th, but from a different point of view. Now, we've spoken here on this show uh, on a number of occasions about Vivek Ramaswamy, the idea of what type of a person Vivek Ramaswamy is. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to have to stand up because this chair is just getting too hot. Over here on Getter, Len Lenv seventy seven says Zach attack. We have to replace McCartney McCarthy with Gates or Patel. Is there a is there a Patel in Congress? Are you talking about Patel Patriot? I don't know. Either way, I, I would I would appreciate both of them over and above. Uh, Kevin McCarthy. I got a text message from Kevin McCarthy today, and I told him to stop texting me. Said I'm not interested in getting your messages. So, anyways. The question is, what kind of a man is Vivek Ramaswamy? I, ironically enough, back in December of 2020, Vivek Ramaswamy said this. I believe this was on Twitter. He said, politicians are like flags. 
They look good, but they just wave in whatever direction the wind is blowing. I think he's uh, pretty dead on with that characterization right there. Uh, and in this modern society that we live in, uh, people like Vivek Ramaswamy and other politicians, uh, they really, really keep a close eye on what their public profile is, about what people think about them, how the public reacts to what they say. And I think that if Vivek is serious about running for president, he's probably got a whole team of people looking at this stuff. And I would imagine that they probably combed through his tweets. Now, I've been uh, positive about Vivek Ramaswamy recently because he's essentially the only person in the crowded Republican field for 2024 who has even stepped up to say anything about the persecution of President Trump. Uh, I think that more than anyone else, Vivek seems to have shown a little initiative uh, looking to probably pick up that job of vice president once President Trump takes over. Everybody else is hoping that these indictments ruin Trump so that he's not there and the American people are going to be forced to vote for someone else. I truly believe that that's not going to happen. We're going to have President Trump back in that White House in 2024, no matter what. However, Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, despite the fact that he's angling for this position, I think he's he's had a troublesome past. Obviously, we've discussed his uh, Soros fellowship. That was George Soros's brother and his wife. They have a foundation for sending immigrants and the children of immigrants to uh, to college and higher education. Uh, That is certainly something of concern, but on its own, I don't think it's enough to condemn a man like this. However, when we take a closer look at Vivek Ramaswamy's uh, tweet timeline, we see some troubling statements which seem to indicate that, mm, I don't know, either he has changed his mind on January 6th or perhaps uh, he's not exactly the man that he claims to be. So we this is why vetting someone is so vitally important. You, you can't just take a single moment in time and use that as the 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 whole lens to, to examine someone's life. Because uh, if you simply boil down people's uh, lives to just like a tweet or a post or an individual statement, uh, it's very easy to mischaracterize that. But in Vivek's case, we seem to have a series of statements, uh, all of them which I I really find myself disagreeing with. So look at this. On January 12th, 2021, so less than a week after January 6th, he said what Trump did last week was wrong, downright abhorrent, plain and simple. I've said it before and did so in my piece. Now, this is to show you how popular Vivek was at that time. He had one retweet and three quote tweets. Now, if you continue on from there, a user on Twitter responds to Vivek Ramaswamy and he says, in China, the president makes big tech billionaire disappear. He's talking about Jack Ma, the uh, Alibaba CEO. In America, big tech billionaires make the president disappear. I don't know which is scarier, but both are terrifying. I agree with you, Rahul Joshi. Now, Vivek quote tweets him and says both are terrifying. Unfortunately, Trump's egregious behavior last week blinds us from seeing that big tech's cure is worse, makes for a winning game for China in the long run, obviously because America will be weakened and big tech controlling the flow of information here in America. At the end of the day, that too will be good for China. But President Trump's behavior 
never even rose to the threshold of egregious. President Trump never did anything that was wrong or abhorrent in any fashion. So, at this time, was Vivek telling us who he really is and how he really feels about President Trump? Uh, or was he simply going along with the political winds at the time? Because it sure seemed in the wake of September, or excuse me, September 11th, uh, Jan- uh, January 6th, uh, that uh, the the prevailing political winds were blowing against Donald Trump and against anyone who was aligned with him. I know that I was attacked very heavily. I saw more hatred in that time than anything else. I had friends who were told by their family members that simply because they were in Washington, D.C., that they were dead to them. Their people did not want anything to do with them anymore. So I think it's possible Vivek did that. However, knowing that Vivek had this state of mind and perhaps changed his mind, I think it would have done uh, good for him to go ahead and remove these tweets. But it it continues on. Uh, Yashir Ali says Snapchat will permanently ban Trump's account. And then Vivek says, how brave of, of Snapchat. Now, this could be taken one of two ways. It could either be that Vivek is uh, being facetious, stating that by banning President Trump, Snapchat is being anything but brave, or he could actually be heaping praise upon them uh, in an effort uh, to, uh, I guess, you know, draw attention to the hypocrisy of the whole thing. I tend to think it's sarcastic, but there is a lot more. And uh, if you want to, then you can go ahead and subscribe to Code Monkey Z's Substack. He did uh, a scrub of Vivek's entire Twitter threads and all of his timeline. Uh, so there are undoubtedly other things. But at the end of the day, Vivek Ramaswamy, to me, is a true unknown with a couple of things about him that I'm not fully comfortable with. I like some of the things he says, and I think that he checks a couple of boxes uh, as far as uh, being a vice presidential pick. But at the end of the day, that is up to President Trump. It has nothing to do with me. And I truly believe that the choice of vice president this time around is going to be made in a different fashion than it was before. Mike Pence was the candidate that Donald Trump was chosen, what was told he needed to pick. Uh, you might believe that Mike Pence is, uh, is, is, uh, you know, a major part of this plan. I tend to think that if anything, Mike Pence is uh, probably just a useful idiot who ha- uh, happened into that circumstance. And, uh, probably because, uh, the deep state itself thought that maybe they could use Pence. Uh, the one thing that makes me feel like Pence, is truly not a good guy, I mean, besides some of his behavior, is the fact that he and his wife got a letter at the George Bush funeral. Uh, there were no other like people that I would consider to maybe be good guys uh, who were getting letters at George W. Bush's funeral. So it's a matter of disagreement between me and uh, other people. But that's fine. I don't need people to agree with me. Uh, you guys, look, I need to say just one thing before we go on. Because I feel like this is pretty important. So, um... Uh, Once a week, I am now a regular contributor to American Media Periscope. And uh, the host of the program that I am a guest on is called Making Sense of the Madness, and it's hosted by Jason Burmis. Now, Jason Burmis is a longtime truther, documentarian. He made the film Loose Change, uh, and he's been in this space for a really long time. And so I, I respect Jason. I respect uh, his uh, his accomplishments in this space. 
we don't necessarily agree on everything. In fact, I, I think most peop- most things we don't really align with each other on. Um, but Jason is like me in that he has an interesting time having conversations with people that don't necessarily agree with him. He wants to be challenged, and I have to say, so do I. I don't want to exist in an... Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> Honey, I need uh, uh, something to clean up this drink that just spilled. I don't want to exist in an echo chamber. Um, I don't want to only be sound, surrounded by people who believe uh, the exact same thing that I believe. I find it to be a lot more interesting when we have a difference of opinion. I've been saying this for years. Been saying this for years. I think it's so important. Social media has destroyed our ability to have civil conversations with people that we don't agree with. Uh, we've been polarized. We've been factionalized. Uh, we've been pushed to the furthest extremes of uh, our, our belief systems. And we've been forced to only associate with people that exist in an echo chamber with us. And I don't think that's healthy. Thank you, honey. Um, so I was a little dismayed. When I posted the uh, the show that that uh, I was uh, a guest on last week uh, from Jason's program, Making Sense of the Madness, I was a little dismayed when I saw that there was like quite a few comments on there. People telling me that I should ditch Jason because he's not a Trump supporter, um, and that I might lose people as viewers because Jason isn't a Trump supporter either. Uh, and so I thought, man, you know, I, I feel like. Are the people who are saying that, like, have they ever listened to me? Have they ever, like, listened to my philosophy or my my take on the world or my approach to this type of work? I mean, because I've said it so many times. So I, I'm not exactly certain if those comments were genuine or not or if it was, you know, people who were trying to troll me. Um, but on the off chance that those comments were genuine, I just want to remind anyone who feels that way uh, that I am a guest on Jason's show. Jason is not hosting a program with me on my channel. I just am allowed to go ahead and post those on my channel. And I do so because I am included in them. Uh, you're getting my thoughts, my commentary, my analysis. And uh, if you don't want to watch it because Jason's on it, please, you know, you don't have to. That, that's not a problem. I don't, I don't need you to watch everything. Um, but if you'd like uh, to hear what I have to say about certain things that I'm not bringing up and, you know, putting together for a presentation for you guys, then, you know, please go ahead and tune in. You'll be able to see those every week. Um, but I think more than anything else, I really want... Anybody who thinks that they might be so turned off by the fact that I could be on screen uh, with somebody who may or may not be 100% a Trump supporter, just stop and consider the fact that America is made up of 320 million people other than you. And there is a vast diversity of opinion. And if we believe we are right, how can we convince the people who disagree with us of that correct point of view if we don't allow ourselves to come to the table with them? How are we going to convince people who don't already believe the things we believe that there is a better way to live or that there are things out there that they haven't considered? Well, the truth is that we'll never be able to if we only wake up every morning and jump into a chat room with people we already know and people we already uh, are speaking with about certain things that we that we already care about. Uh, and uh, and I think we're going to be doing ourselves a major disservice. So uh, Jennifer Lynn says, thank you for all you do. I appreciate that. 
Uh, Freight Awakening says, Burmis is pretty based. He does call Q a nonsense, if I am correct, uh, but agree with most of his takes. He does. He does. He's, he's not a Q guy. Uh, saw that last show you did with him was digging the blazer. Yes, they want me to wear a blazer on, on camera. And so I, have, I actually got a couple of new blazers. So keep your eyes open for that. But yeah. Uh, Jason uh, doesn't believe everything that uh, I believe or that you believe, um, but he's got a great foundation in this stuff, and uh, and I have a good time talking to him. So uh, I think, again, at the end of the day, uh, I want us to learn as a society how to once again come to the table with each other so that we can have those conversations with people that we don't align with, uh, and perhaps at the end of the day, we can walk away having taught each other something, because even, uh, you know, people that I think are brain-dead leftoids, I think there's something that I could learn uh, either from their process or from their point of view. It might help me better understand where they're coming from, and it might also better help me formulate an argument as to why they're wrong. And so I really enjoy that. So thank you all for allowing me to have uh, that bit of a, a moment right there. And please, uh, you know, go ahead and tune in, or if you don't want to, you don't have to, but I would appreciate it if you didn't unsubscribe from the channel because you don't like Jason. That, that, that would just be kind of silly because it's, I mean, it's somebody else's show. Anyways. So continued on and, um, do we really have somebody out there? I've given over 4,000 COVID shots myself. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Oh, we've got a mass murderer in the audience. Well, hopefully a lot of those shots were made of uh, saline and, uh, and other uh, ridiculous things. Oh, so TCV says your name is red pill. So I'm behind you, Zach red pill, the shit out of wherever you get the opportunity. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. All right. So, uh, Thank God for someone like Matt Gates, who's actually doing what he should be doing. Uh, but there's more that he could be doing. And President Trump, uh, in his town hall last night with Sean Hannity on Fox, uh, he, he said as much. He, he wanted to know why it was that uh, Republicans were not yet impeaching Joe Biden for the tens of millions of dollars. Why is Joe Biden not facing the same type of scrutiny or punishment that many other people have? Certainly President Trump, certainly uh, people in his family, in his orbit, General Michael Flynn. Uh, of course, Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, uh, the, these the people surrounding President Trump have been targeted in a way that other politicians and their uh, political cronies have not. So last night he was speaking before this live audience. He was questioned by Sean Hannity. Not sure what the size of the audience was. I didn't tune into it live because I didn't want to give Sean uh, the ratings. I didn't want to give Fox News the ratings. But uh, President Trump had this to say. Until I got indicted, I had such respect for the office of the president. I didn't want to say things about Biden. Sean, we have a compromised president. China gives him millions of dollars. If he is giving Biden millions of dollars, he's compromised. I believe that uh, sums up the same feeling that I have about the Biden regime, the, the Biden crime family. And I think that many people all across this country have that exact same opinion. He said, He's getting millions of dollars illegally from China. And they say, hey, 
They impeached me over a phone call that was perfect. Why aren't you impeaching Biden for receiving tens of millions of dollars? Why isn't he under impeachment? And this is a question that I think a lot of us have been asking recently. When is it going to be enough information? Certainly today with the uh, testimony of the whistleblowers before the House Ways and Means Committee, there was a lot of information that was presented. And we're going to be going over that in just a minute. But here, let's go ahead and take a listen to President Trump. We have a compromised president. China gives him millions of dollars. If he's given Biden millions of dollars, he's compromised. Now, that's only the stuff they found. There's a lot of other things, and there'll be some things that you never find, but there's a lot of other things. So he's getting millions of dollars illegally from China. And then you say, hey, they impeached me over a phone call that was perfect. Why aren't they impeaching Biden for receiving tens of millions of dollars? Why isn't he under impeachment? I know. Well, we have. I think that there is a possibility that there are still people in Congress, Republicans, uh, as well as Democrats, of course, uh, that are captured by this system that have perhaps benefited from the same types of schemes that the Bidens benefited from. Now, it may just be that they were looking for. uh, a critical mass, or so to speak, of evidence to come forward. And I think that we really have that today with the whistleblower testimony. Just want to say that uh, our good friend J.R. Majewski is currently with President Trump in Bedminster, New Jersey, where President Trump is going to be hosting a private screening of The Sound of Freedom. Uh, this is going to be uh, just an incredible event. Uh, I really wish that I could have been there. Of course, I wasn't invited, but you know, I would love it if I got invited sometime to uh, come to Mar-a-Lago or to Bedminster. Um, because obviously I don't have the, the 10, 15, 20,000 that's required to just get your ticket. Uh, Rusty Koala says this show is brought to you by Pfizer 4,000 times, apparently. Thanks, Joe. Uh, well, I wouldn't say the show is brought to you by Pfizer, but I guess if it wasn't for the uh, unfair COVID medical industrial complex, uh, we certainly wouldn't have ever talked about it. So I'm glad that uh, the situation we had to go through with the scamdemic was enough to wake people's minds up because, you know, I don't know if Joe is real or if he's a troll. Uh, and, you know, if you're if you're real and you truly believe that the COVID uh, mRNA clot shots are safe and effective, well, then I know you haven't really done the research. Um, it could just be that you're blinded by money. A lot of people are. Uh, but I know that if it wasn't for the 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 shutdown of this country, the removal of our ability to move around, our freedom of association, our freedom of speech in many instances, uh, then many, many, many people out there would never have woken up and would never have come to the realization that there is something dreadfully wrong with our country right now. And believe me, there is. This nation is on life support. And uh, you, even if this shot is safe and effective, uh, COVID-19 uh, was not the, uh, the, the, the world-ending population killer. Uh, it didn't kill people in the amounts that uh, we were told that it would. Those people dropping dead in China, that never happened here in America or anywhere else. I think that was propaganda that was produced by the Chinese Communist Party. COVID-19, as it exists today, is more than likely a biological weapon that was produced uh, in in conduct with uh, the NIH, Anthony Fauci, the gain-of-function research, and the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So, 
The only reason that that safe and effective shot, quote unquote, had to exist is because they created COVID-19 in a lab. A few truly believe that it came from a bat in a wet market. I've got a bridge in Brooklyn I'd like to sell you. Listen, we've got to take a break for the second half of the show. We're going to be right back in just a moment. If you're thinking about heading to Binance, or you already have an account there, or maybe you're going to open a crypto account at some other large global exchange, I want you to stop and instead head on over to MyDigitalMoney.com. Now, why is that? Well, because last month it was revealed that Binance has been co-mingling customer funds, at least in 2020 and 2021. This is a clear breach of U.S. financial rules that require that customer money be kept separate from company revenue. Now, by Binance has actually denied mixing these funds, but the SEC has another thought in mind. Now, if this sounds familiar, it's because this is the same exact situation that FTX was in that led to its epic downfall, taking $8.9 billion in customer funds with it. And this is why my digital money keeps your assets with a qualified custodian under your name. When you invest with my digital money, your funds are completely secure. It will never be commingled with company funds. And in fact, no no matter what happens to my digital money, your funds will always be safe. Because you see, my digital money complies with regulations, regulations that are designed to protect you and your funds. So if you want to invest in cryptocurrency, invest with my digital money. Head on over to mydigitalmoney.com by clicking the link in the description box below. Or you can give them a call at 833-636-2008. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Welcome back. Thank you for being here. And let's continue on uh, thinking about the unequal system of justice, the unequal application of law and justice here in America. It was just announced earlier today that Dana Nessel, or maybe perhaps late last night, Dana Nessel, the attorney general for the state of Michigan, is criminally charging uh, what has always been called dueling electors, 16 people uh, who were the alternate backup slate of electors in the 2020 election. Uh, now, this is not something that's new. However, uh, because it's associated with President Trump, they are openly criminalizing it. Um you know, that there have been times in the past where the popular vote and the Electoral College did not align. Uh, however, it was never considered to be a criminal act at that time. Um, but when I tell you who these people are, you might think that this indictment of them is in of itself a criminal act. Uh, we've got uh, a bunch of elderly people. Kathy Burden, a 70-year-old woman of Snover, William Hank Choate, 72-year-old man of Cement City, Amy Facciolino, she's one of the youngest, at 55 of Grand Blanc, Clifford Frost, 75 of Warren, Stanley Grott, 71 of Shelby Township, uh, John Haggard, 82 of Charlevoix, Marianne Henry, 65 woman from Brighton, uh, Timothy King, a 56-year-old man from Ypsilanti. Michelle Lundgren, a 73-year-old woman from Detroit. Michonne Maddock, 55, of Milford. Maya Rodriguez, 64, of Gross Point Farms. Rose Rook, 81, of Paw Paw. Marion Sheridan, 69, of West Bloomfield. Ken Thompson, 68, of Orleans. And Kent Vanderwood, 69, of Wyoming. Listen to this. They're going to be charging them 
with a whole host of felony charges. We've got one count of conspiracy to commit forgery. That in itself is a 14-year felony. We've got two counts of forgery. That would be a 14-year felony as well. Uh, One count of conspiracy to commit uttering and publishing. That is also a 14-year felony. One count of uttering and publishing, also a 14-year felony. One count of conspiracy to commit election law forgery. That's a five-year felony. And then two counts of election law forgery, which is another five-year felony. So it's quite clear that anyone who believes that the election of 2020 was stolen, if you were dangerously stupid enough to do something about it at that time, well, Dana Nessel is going to make sure that you pay for it. Let's go ahead and listen to this announcement from Dana discussing her charges that she's bringing against these elderly people who probably are not going to make it to the end of their sentences. As part of the orchestrated plan, we allege that 16 Michigan residents met covertly in the basement of Michigan GOP headquarters and knowingly and of their own volition signed their names to multiple certificates stating that they were the duly elected and qualified electors for president and vice president of the United States of America for the state of Michigan. That was a lie. They weren't the duly elected and qualified electors, and each of the defendants knew it. They carried out these actions with the hope and belief that the electoral votes of Michigan's 2020 election would be awarded to the candidate of their choosing instead of the candidate that Michigan voters actually chose. As part of the orchestrated plan, we allege that 16 Michigan residents met covertly in the basement of Michigan GOP headquarters and knowingly and of their own volition, signed their names to multiple certificates stating that they were the duly elected and qualified electors for president and vice president of the United States of America for the state of Michigan. So Dana Nessel wants to make sure that these people go to prison for the rest of their lives. Uh, Dana Nessel, obviously, as the secretary of state, uh, excuse me, for the attorney general for the state of Michigan, uh, has the legal right to charge whomever she wants. Uh, but in the same way that uh, certain people get a certain level of justice, uh, Dana Nessel is doing the exact same thing in Washington, D.C., excuse me, in Michigan, as they've done in Washington, D.C. And my heart goes out to these people. I sincerely hope that uh, they get adequate representation. Uh, We actually do have a uh, a video from two Michigan GOP electors uh, explaining why it was they cast this backup slate of electoral votes in the 2020 election. Now, uh, from what the article says, uh, this is essentially a, a manner for these people to prove their innocence. Uh, Let's go ahead and uh, get this pulled up. This is actually from 2020. Those are the electors attempting to get into the Michigan State Capitol House. 
Eight counts in all, 16 defendants facing eight counts, really amounting to, if they were convicted on all of those, decades in prison. This is notable because this is the first time that these alleged fake electors are actually being charged criminally um, by state prosecutors. This coming from the Attorney General, Dana Nessel, right here in Michigan. This all stems from December 14th, 2020, when here in Michigan, um, 16 of those fake electors tried to storm into the Capitol just behind me. They were actually stopped by police, but they had these fake certificates declaring Donald Trump the winner of the state of Michigan, despite the fact that Joe Biden had actually won this state by 154,000 votes. The poll- Okay, uh, completely ignoring the fact that there were ballot dumps in the middle of the night, uh, ballots that were suspicious at best. Uh, there was no reason for these people to not have a backup plan, or to suggest that they believed the election had been stolen or fraudulently won by Joe Biden. Uh, The claim that these people tried to storm into the Capitol is uh, not backed up by the video footage that I showed you initially, uh, where they attempted to enter the Capitol. They nicely asked the state police that were stationed at the door, uh, and they were refused entrance. Now, of course, we know that Dana Nessel uh, was uh, part of that slate of secretary of states uh, and uh, attorney generals that were funded by George Soros. Uh, so I think that they've been sleepers waiting for something like this to happen for quite some time. Uh, and uh, if we have our way, then come 2024 in the next election, uh, we're going to see a drastically different set of state governments all across this country. Uh, and of course, hopefully we're also going to have something very different happening in the White House. Now, what's really interesting is that since Hunter Biden has received such lenient uh, favor in uh, terms of the charges that he's been given, uh, as opposed to the charges that have been given to anybody else anywhere at any time in the history of this country, uh, we still have Democrats who believe that Hunter Biden uh, is not being treated uh, in a two-tiered system of justice. Uh, well, at least not in the way that we believe him to be. Daniel Goldman, uh, a notorious shill who was one of the lead attorneys uh, overseeing President Trump's impeachment, the sham impeachment, he says that there is a two-tiered system of justice, but it's not because Hunter Biden got lenient charges. It's because he was forced to accept a plea deal. This, my friends, is a brand new style of coke. Take a half. Hang on. Let me actually turn that down because I had to turn it up way high for the last one back here and connected to the other topic this morning, which of course is the looming federal indictment of Donald Trump, because we're hearing the same argument. We're hearing Republicans say, both there on the Hill, but also presidential candidates, that the blame lies with the Department of Justice, that it has been weaponized by this White House. Just speak to us as someone who obviously has great experience in this matter as to how dangerous that is. Also, frankly, impacting Americans' faith in their institutions. This is so funny to me. You think it's It's Americans stating out loud that we believe there is a two-tiered system of justice. That's the danger to this nation. It's not the actual application of law in a wholly uneven manner. That is truly what is causing this. This is what's causing people to believe this. It's not simply that we have some misguided ideas about the way this country works. We can look 
the application of law and how uneven it is. And we can see for ourselves that, yes, in fact, there is a two tiered system of justice. It's not just the federal government versus Republicans uh, in often uh, it's the federal government versus any political opposition. And that might apply to Democrats who don't agree with the current authoritarian regime. It certainly applies to Republicans uh, and it can be applied in a number of different ways uh, throughout a number of different scenarios as well. Let's take a listen to Daniel Goldman's thoughts on this. I think that last point, John, is the exact correct one, which is that the House Republicans and uh, with Donald Trump's leadership have been trying to undermine the institutions that hold the powerful accountable. And they're doing that because they have no defense to the criminal activity of the president. And he is the leader of their party. And in reality, that's why they are trying to attack the Hunter Biden uh, investigation, which was an exhaustive investigation done by a Trump-appointed U.S. attorney. And now we have a special counsel who's on the precipice of charging Donald Trump with with another indictment. But the special counsel, by regulation, is completely independent from the Biden Justice Department, which is... If anyone out there actually believes that this special counsel is truly independent from the Justice Department, after everything we've seen, after the testimony that was given today, uh, after the examples that we've seen play out over the last several weeks, uh, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, there are certainly people out there who are going to be uh, blindfully and willfully ignorant to the truth that sits before them. Now, as to the charges against Donald Trump, these are indictments for crimes that don't truly exist in the same way that he was impeached for things that didn't truly exist before. Uh, If you take a look at what past presidents have done and the behavior that they've exhibited, uh, President Trump stands uh, far away from anything these guys have done in the past. And that was really reflected in the performance of the economy uh, and uh, the lives of people all over this nation. Uh, If you think that in 2024, there's going to be a blue wave, you know, I, I just, I don't even know what to say to you. Continue to live in your fantasy world. Because by 2024, the economy of this nation is going to be so disastrous. Uh, the lives of the American people are going to have been eroded to a degree that has never before been seen, except perhaps uh, under the Great Depression. Uh, and uh, people are going to be begging for strong, decisive leadership in Washington, D.C. once again. Um Now, in regards to the unequal application of justice, let's just talk about some of these charges. One specific was uh, failing to register as a foreign agent. Hunter Biden was a foreign agent for a number of different foreign nations, both while his father was vice president of the United States, while he was living civilian life, and then, of course, after he has been president of the United States. But Hunter Biden never registered as a foreign agent. However, the DOJ is currently going after people who worked with Hunter Biden, worked with the same Chinese energy firm that Hunter Biden was representing, and they're charging them with violations of FARA. Uh, This is the same thing that they charged Paul Manafort for. Uh, This is the same thing that they attempted to go after Mike uh, uh, Flynn for. Uh, But of course, because it's Hunter Biden, they would never think to go after him. Well, 
America First Legal is also noticing this. They're taking notice and they are filing a lawsuit against Attorney General Merrick Garland, who appears to be 100 percent controlled by Joe Biden uh, and, of course, his crooked DOJ because of that failure to enforce Hunter Biden's foreign agent registration. He never registered as a foreign agent. That is a violation of the law. And if we are going to pretend that there's an equal application of justice in the United States of America, then let's go ahead and charge Hunter Biden with something. That is very simply and easily proven. Now, Hunter served as a board member on Burisma, uh, and he also worked as an attorney at that law firm that was representing it. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets, NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Uh, Under 22 U.S.C. 611B, a foreign principal 
Hunter Biden, could be seen as an agent of Burisma and thus potentially required to register under the Foreign Agents Registration Act. Now, we can take that even a step farther when we take a look at Hunter Biden's private messages and uh, the conversations that he was involved in. Uh, Certainly, it appears that he got his father to engage in some type of decision-making and policy-making specifically to benefit his son, Hunter, who was working at Burisma and Burisma itself. We know that there were millions of dollars that were sent over to the Bidens from Mikola Zlachevsky from Burisma. We know that Joe Biden sat there on the stage at the Council on Foreign Relations and joked about how he got Viktor Shokin, the prosecutor in Ukraine, fired. The same prosecutor that was investigating Hunter Biden. Uh, this, to me, seems to be such a clear-cut example of corruption inside the United States government and influence peddling. Uh, you know, pay for play. You can't put it in any finer terms. And uh, this is is just something that people, I guess, uh, refuse to uh, accept. They refuse to admit to themselves and to others that Joe Biden engaged in behavior that was criminal, and Hunter did the exact same thing. Uh, if this was Donald Trump. And he was uh, presiding over a government uh, that appeared to be giving special treatment to, I don't know, say, uh, Jared Kushner. I would be just as pissed off about this because uh, this is a tale of the elites of the American oligarchy getting what they want, doing what they want. And uh, never having to pay for the mistakes they make, whereas we, my friends, we pay dearly. Uh, So let's get into the testimony. Very interestingly, although the FBI, Christopher Wray, has been testifying in a number of uh, closed and open door sessions recently, uh, there were FBI supervisory agents that were investigating Hunter Biden that Congress really wanted to get before them for uh, questions before this committee. Well, apparently the FBI has been told uh, that uh, that they don't want their agents answering these questions. One supervisory agent in in uh, in in specific uh, who was investigating Hunter Biden uh, was uh, told to duck out on these GOP House committee questions about the ongoing criminal investigation into Hunter Biden. Uh, the investigation that uh, U.S. Attorney David Weiss uh, says he's unable to comment on as a result of it being an ongoing investigation. Now, this is uh, according to a letter that was obtained by the New York Post. And the FBI's general counsel, Jason Jones, uh, sent a letter to this supervisory agent warning him to decline to respond to any questions sent over by the House Oversight Committee lawmakers just days before he was set to testify. Now, the name of that supervisory agent has been redacted. Uh, The New York Post is reporting that the FBI has warned this agent that he was expected expected to decline to respond to House Oversight Committee questions about the ongoing case involving the first son. And this is in the letter that was obtained by the New York Post. Now, depending on who you vote for, you know, you may think that this is totally cool. No big deal at all. Um, uh, But let's just like get down to brass tacks about how the United States government is supposed to work. Those House Oversight Committees exist for the explicit purpose of overseeing the actions of a variety of different 
agencies within the federal government, the FBI being chief among them. Now, considering the amount of power that the FBI has, uh, the amount of power they can wield on a daily basis, uh, the oversight of that particular agency is, in my opinion, of the utmost concern and care, something that everyone, regardless of uh, what letter is next to their name or what type of ballot they cast, uh, should be extremely concerned about. The department in the letter expected that this agent would decline to respond to questions seeking non-public information, likely covered by one or more components of executive privilege or other significant confidentiality interests, in particular, Investigations about deliberations into the ongoing activity in law enforcement matters. You should instead refer such questions to the FBI's Office of Congressional Affairs, uh, technically allowing the House Oversight Committee to still do some type of oversight. Uh, but I don't believe that this particular office is going to be giving the same type of candor that this agent might. Uh, because if the agent is actually placed under oath and brought before the committee, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to lie their way out of things. Consistent with longstanding practice, this will afford the department the full opportunity to consider particular questions and possible accommodations that may fulfill the committee's legitimate need for information while protecting executive branch confidentiality interests. So essentially, it will allow the FBI to twist the system that's currently in place so that they can technically give the Congressional Oversight Committee, enough information to make it seem as if they are complying with the wishes and thereby granting oversight. Specifically, the committee has stated an interest in what the committee has described to you as certain events that took place in December 2020 as part of this investigation. As the department recently emphasized when affirming that U.S. Attorney David Weiss will appear before the House Committee on the Judiciary at an appropriate time when we tell you we will, uh, consistent with the law and department policy, the department's longstanding policy is to seek wherever possible to provide information about closed rather than open matters. So essentially, Since we have ongoing matters, we don't want to talk about those. Department officials, including those who have left the department, are obligated to protect non-public information they learned in the course of their work. Such information could be subject to various privileges, including law enforcement, deliberative process, attorney work conduct, and attorney-client privileges and privacy interests. Current and former department officials also must protect classified information, sources and methods, blah, 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 grand jury information under the uh, uh, federal rule of criminal procedure. Of course, they don't want to give away the information that would make them appear to be protecting Hunter Biden. They need this investigation to remain as quiet as possible. And the information that has gotten out, they are very, very upset about it. Take as an example the IRS whistleblowers who today were testifying before Congress. Uh, those men have been completely shut out of the communication process by their superiors and the people working in their offices. Uh, they are doing everything they can to retaliate against them and make it difficult for them to do their job. Uh, you may or may not know that these men have not left their positions at the IRS. They have ongoing investigations that they are participating in. uh, And uh, as a result of their whistleblowing activities, the people around them have completely shut them out and compartmentalized them. 
So here are uh, some key takeaways from the actual transcribed interview of a former FBI supervisory agent. He said that as part of the criminal investigation into Hunter, there were multiple witnesses who gave interviews that were planned for December 8th, 2020. We had the IRS supervisory special agent Gary Shapley, the first IRS whistleblower, and former FBI supervisory special agent who were both assigned to interview Hunter Biden. Remember I told you yesterday that uh, they never got a chance to interview Hunter Biden? Well, on the evening of December 7th, 2020, Shapley and the FBI supervisory agent both learned that the FBI headquarters had notified Secret Service headquarters about the planned interview of Hunter Biden. Additionally, they learned that the Biden transition team was notified about the planned interview. This was not the original plan of the career agents, which frustrated their investigative efforts because people found out who didn't need to know. Isn't it so interesting to hear that the FBI is trying to safeguard those ongoing investigations? But then when you actually go back to the midst of that investigation, uh, they actually broke protocol and alerted the subject of the investigation and his father's transmission team or transition team uh, to let him know, warn him that they were planning to come speak to him. Uh, that does not seem right to me. And it also doesn't sound like the kind of thing that anybody surrounding President Trump would get. Remember when Michael Flynn was questioned by FBI agents uh, in a, a hostile interrogation, but they went to him acting as if they were there uh, for, you know, friendly reasons uh, on December 8th of 2020. FBI whistle, excuse me, IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley and the FBI supervisory special agent were both notified not to be allowed to approach Hunter Biden's house. And instead, they would have to wait near his residence until Hunter Biden contacted them. And as we said yesterday, that contact never happened. Hunter never reached out to the FBI or the IRS to say, hey, guys, I'm ready to be interviewed now. I mean, why the hell would he? If you had the protection of uh, the incoming president of the United States who was willing to allow uh, the entire system that was designed to protect this nation uh, to instead protect you, I think that you would probably take full advantage of it. Now, the former FBI special agent uh, told committee investigators he had never been told to wait. He had never been told to wait outside or to be contacted by the subject of an investigation, how can you consider that to be anything other than special treatment? It's exactly what it is. Hunter Biden was given very, very special treatment, uh, certainly treatment that nobody else has ever received and would ever receive. But as a result of that treatment, both the original IRS whistleblower and this former FBI supervisory agent were never able to interview Hunter Biden. Now, I can't wait to hear Merrick Garland being asked about this. And frankly, I would like for it to be brought up in the midst of an impeachment trial for him. Let's get rid of him uh, because uh, he is overseeing a Department of Justice that is giving special treatment to Hunter Biden right here now. The identity of Whistleblower X was revealed today, and uh, I wouldn't, I'll be damned if he wasn't a gay Democrat. That's right, guys. He was a married man, married to a man, also voting as a registered Democrat. He was a dude uh, who is totally on the left, but 
he believes, uh, okay, he believes that this is special treatment. He believes that there is uh, a certain standard that's being given to Hunter Biden that would never be given to anybody else. And we actually are going to begin with his opening statement or some key passages from his opening statement. He said, I have witnessed the corrosion of ethical standards and the abuse of power that threaten our nation. It is within this context that I have chosen to shed light on these actions and expose those responsible. Remember, he's a gay Democrat. He's not doing it because he loves Donald Trump or he wants to see Hunter Biden put in jail because he's the son of Joe Biden. This is about the erosion of ethical standards. This is as about the unequal application of justice under the law here in America. This is about getting special treatment because you're a member of the American oligarchy. He says, I recognize that while I was present at the start of this investigation and was closely involved in the investigation for roughly five years, that I am just part of the story. My aim is to address systemic problems that have been allowed misconduct to flourish. And it's not a call for blame, but a call for accountability and reform. Well, I will call for blame. I think I know who we need to blame, but You're right. More than anything else, we need to reform the way that our government works. We need to reform these federal agencies who uh, give preferential treatment to those with the biggest checkbook or those with the most friends uh, or those with uh, the highest elected office. Transparency is the foundation of our democracy. And without it, even though it's a republic, sorry, but even without it, People lose their trust in the institutions and the bonds that tie the fabric of our nation, and they start to fray. That's exactly what's happening right now. The American people deserve to know the truth, no matter how uncomfortable or inconvenient it may be for either political party. And that's the point that I would like to drive home as well. You know, this is not necessarily a political issue. Yes, we do appear to have a division along political and ideological lines, but more than anything, This is about corruption that exists in the United States government, and people on the left and the right are taking advantage of it both ways. Uh, People are using it to their advantage so that they can get what they want. They can get power and money and prestige and all of that, Um, but then also so that they can keep us divided. They can keep us at each other's throats, fighting each other rather than fighting against who our true enemies are. Our true enemies are... Those corrupt bureaucrats in our federal government, be they elected officials or be they unelected and part of the administrative deep state. So here is Whistleblower X. His name is Joseph Ziegler. There's also a strong possibility he could be Jewish, too. I don't know. I'm just assuming from that name. Uh, but there is a, a, another thing that they can go ahead and point to. Uh, why would he be coming forward to, to help supposed white supremists? Well, obviously, that narrative is a lie. But Joseph Ziegler has said that IRS investigators discouraged him from probing into Biden crimes. Why would they discourage him from probing the crimes of the Biden crime family? He was told that interviewing Hunter Biden's adult children would get us into hot water. If the equal application of justice was present in America, then interviewing Hunter or his children would have been something that would have naturally happened. If you, my friend, were being investigated for tax evasion and for a whole host of other crimes, you better believe your friends, your family, every single person you love would have been 
investigated, they would have been questioned, and they would have asked about you and everything you've been doing for the last decade or more. So he gave an uh, an exclusive interview prior to the revelation of his testimony earlier day to CBS's Catherine Herridge. And uh, Herridge asked him if he had found evidence that President Biden had financially benefited from his son Hunter's business deals. Now, Ziegler did not feel comfortable answering that question. Instead, he alluded to an environment within the IRS that curtailed the scope of their inquiries related to the president. So essentially, if there was a direct connection in terms of evidence, uh, Ziegler would have never been allowed to uh, to investigate to that degree. Now, I think that we've shown fairly uh, directly over the last uh, several months uh, and as long as we've been talking about this stuff that, yes, Joe Biden, in fact, definitely directly benefited from this. He is the big guy. Uh, he is the one who Hunter was getting paid so that he could pay Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden is the patriarch of a criminal enterprise. And uh, of course, He was profiting from Hunter Biden's business deals. Anytime we potentially wanted to go down the road of asking questions related to the president, they were told that's going to take too much approvals. We can't ask those questions. And I mean, it created an environment that was very hard to deal with. Now, Catherine Herridge, of course, she knows the politically sensitive nature of this case and uh, the fact that uh, there may be some additional uh, approvals that need to uh, to be given because they're going to be talking to some very important people. But Ziegler, while agreeing, pointed out uh, that there was a reluctance to pursue such lines of inquiry within the IRS. He said, I understand that aspect, but he said, Let's put that on the back burner. They were told, you know, we don't need to be looking into that. When you're prevented from going down certain roads, I guess I don't know what could have been done if we found uh, that they were not hamstrung or not handcuffed. I mean, just imagine a murder investigation. What if the uh, the the uh, Los Angeles Police Department was not allowed to look at O.J. Simpson decides, you know, despite all of the evidence against him TCB says the best statement was from a congressman who said, we don't care about Hunter Biden. We care about a compromised president. Yes, you are absolutely right. That is very, very true. Let's go ahead and uh, take a listen to this uh, short clip from the IRS whistleblower. For evidence that President Biden financially benefited from his son's deals. I don't feel comfortable answering that question. Why is that? Anytime we potentially wanted to go down the road of asking questions related to the president... It was, that's going to take too much approvals. We can't ask those questions. And I mean, it created, it created an environment that was very hard to deal with. It's a politically sensitive case. Wouldn't it require additional approvals? Yes, I do understand that, that aspect. But it would be like, well, let's think about it. Let's put that on the back burner. Did you? Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that they were stopped from looking into these things. Uh, here is what he was told when he wanted to interview Hunter Biden's adult children. Do you want to interview Hunter Biden's adult children? So a lot of the um, business deductions expenses related to the adult children. Did you get the approvals? So we never received the approvals to to talk to 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 those people. What did the assistant U.S. attorney tell you? That that's going to get us into hot water. Is that in the IRS handbook, avoiding hot water? No, but I mean, I was asking to do these certain things. And roadblock after roadblock was put up in front of me. How can you look at anything that is anything other than obstruction? 
obstruction of his investigation, uh, protecting Joe Biden and the Biden crime family. Freight Awakening says, so how are they going to demonize Ziegler since he's a Democrat that has a husband? Uh, I don't know. They're going to call him a a self-hating gay or something like that. Uh, Maybe uh, uh, accusing him of uh, being a secret Republican this entire time, probably married a man years ago just so that he could sneak into this position at the IRS. So, uh, on the note of those improper deductions, um, the uh, uh, whistleblower Joseph Ziegler told us earlier today that uh, one such improper deduction was Hunter Biden deducting the cost of his daughter's tuition at college. He claimed it as a business expense. That is extremely bad. That is definitely not something that you're going to want to do, but it gets worse. And we've talked about some of these in the past. Let's go ahead and uh, take a look at this. This is Joseph Ziegler actually discussing why he did this. Today, I, I, I sit here before you not as a hero or, or a victim, but as a whistleblower compelled to disclose the truth. That said, in coming forward, I believe I'm risking my career, my reputation, and my casework outside of the investigation we are here to discuss. I ultimately made the decision to come forward after what I believe were multiple attempts at blowing the whistle in the Internal Revenue Service, at the Internal Revenue Service. No one should be above the law, regardless of your political affiliation. Amen. He's absolutely correct. And I just want to say that's our friend Tommy Tatum in the back there with the Ashley Babbitt shirt on. Uh, So here is a list of uh, improper deductions uh, indicating that Hunter Biden knowingly filed a false tax return for at least the year of 2018. And there were problems with years before that. But due to the slow walking of this investigation, uh, statute of limitations ran out on some of those earlier ones, like 2014, 2015. As I read the public documents as the Department of Justice action against Hunter Biden, there is nothing that indicates Hunter Biden will be required to amend his false tax return for 2018. A false tax return that includes proper deductions, improper deductions for prostitutes, sex clubs, and his, child, and his adult children's tuition. Thus, Can you imagine anybody in the Trump family writing off a uh, on their tax return as a business expense, a, a, the, the admin, administrative and, and, uh, and entrance fees at a sex club? Or if Don Jr. was writing off his uh, trysts with Ukrainian and Russian prostitutes. I mean, more than that, it wasn't just that he was paying women for sex. It was that these were women who were part of a known human trafficking organization. Uh, Joseph Ziegler uh, attempted to do the right thing uh, at a number of different junctures. He attempted to do this quietly within the IRS to bring it to the attention of superiors and make people aware within his organization that he was being stymied from investigating to the fullest extent of what his legal actions were able to entail. He was stopped at every juncture, and it was only because it was Hunter Biden. It was Hunter and Joe Biden. Now, it wasn't just uh, David or, or, excuse me, Gary Shapley and Joseph Ziegler who were stymied at every step of the way, but also uh, U.S. Attorney David Weiss. Uh, they say from uh, Joseph's account that he was hamstrung, limited, and marginalized by DOJ officials. In fact, uh, we have a statement from Joseph Ziegler when the investigation initially began. He said that uh, it was strange that the investigation was put in the hands of David Weiss, the U.S. U.S. attorney from the state of Delaware, he said it was unlikely that David Weiss would have ever encountered a case of this magnitude or this importance. But 
Of course, Delaware is Joe Biden's home state, and Delaware is also the state where Hunter Biden was residing at the same Delaware beach house where Joe and uh, uh, Jill resided, the same home where there were classified documents in Joe Biden's garage right next to his beautiful 1969 Stingray Corvette. So at least these two IRS whistleblowers are coming forward and they're making it aware to the nation that there is serious, serious problems taking place. But let's go ahead and listen to his discussion of uh, David Weiss and the way that he was. I will also note that while the impression has been conveyed by the U.S. attorney in Delaware that he has similar powers to that of a special counsel in this case, free reign to do as needed, that was not the case. It appeared to me, based on what I experienced, that the U.S. attorney in Delaware in our investigation was constantly hamstrung, limited, and marginalized by DOJ officials as well as other U.S. attorneys. I still think that a special counsel is necessary for this investigation. I think that everybody believes that a special counsel is necessary for this investigation. But the problem is I don't trust a damn one of them at the Department of Justice. One thing that Democrat congressmen on this committee kept saying over and over again was that, well, in 2019, when this investigation was beginning, Joe Biden wasn't president. So these people could not have been corrupt uh, in favor of Joe Biden. Well, Uh, Certainly, Joe Biden having announced that he was going to be running as the Democrat nominee for president, that could have easily played into people's decision making. And then, of course, we have the issue of uh, large swaths of the federal government actively standing in the way of Donald Trump and ensuring that he was never able to successfully complete his mission, which was to put America first and bring the guilty to justice. Uh, certainly, uh, Bill Barr's decision to put this uh, case in the District of Delaware, I mean, you know, that was uh, a, a pick from Donald Trump. Uh, and uh, again, these Democrats looked at that as reasoning uh, to say that these people were Donald Trump's people, and yet they're the ones who made these decisions. Now, uh, this all goes to the heart of David Weiss's own statements about him having the ultimate authority. Of course, <clears throat> his story has changed on a number of occasions as he's communicated with Jim Jordan. Uh, and the communication that he had with these IRS whistleblowers was wholly different when he was sitting there at the table from them. Uh, and, of course, the other U.S. attorneys in districts where Hunter Biden had clearly broken the law, committed crimes, uh, they were not willing to allow for charges to be filed against Hunter in those jurisdictions. Of course, a a very easy example of uh, the demonstration that we've been talking about, the unequal application of justice, uh, we are likely going to expect charges against Donald Trump in Washington, D.C. But Hunter Biden paying for hookers uh, and uh, smoking crack and you know doing all kinds of heinous things in the District of Columbia. Well, of course, you could never charge him for that because, uh, and once again, he's the son of Joseph Robinette Biden. So when we're talking about that, uh, the sum total of, uh, I guess, uh, you know, benefits that the Biden crime family uh, received as a result of their relationships with uh, foreign nations, foreign businesses, uh, the Chinese spy agencies, all of that. Uh, we were, we learned earlier today in their testimony that uh, we're looking at approximately $17 million in payments coming from uh, countries like China, Romania, 
and uh, there's more than a few others. Uh, the uh, Joseph Ziegler, again, a gay Democrat, told Congress that the Biden crime family received approximately $17 million in payments from a host of nations. Now, at least these two IRS whistleblowers have come forward. I don't know if anybody else is intending to come forward. Uh, I certainly hope that we have additional people who are willing to come forward and perhaps individuals working in other areas of the government, maybe at the DOJ, maybe at the FBI. Um, but Comer, when he was questioning Joseph Ziegler, said, how much money did Hunter Biden and his business associates receive from the Ukrainian company Burisma, paid to everyone involved? And the answer, very quickly, $6.5 million. Now, we also know Burisma paid Blue Star Strategies and a law firm hundreds of thousands of dollars, bringing the total Burisma payments to over $7 million. Is that correct? And Joseph Ziegler knows the figure. It's $7.3 million. So between 2014 and 2019, this brings the total amount of foreign income streams reached to approximately $17 million. Is that correct? That is correct. And again, that's $17 million that Joseph and, and, and uh, Hunter neglected to uh, claim on their tax returns. This is why Hunter was given uh, those misdemeanor charges. Um, one thing that we did learn also from the testimony of these whistleblowers is that it's within the IRS and the DOJ's own handbook that given the magnitude of these crimes and the manner in which they were committed, that Hunter Biden should have been charged with felonies. He should not have received these misdemeanors as he did. And again, if it was anyone other than Hunter Biden, he would have been charged with felonies. Now, uh, Gary Shapley, the other whistleblower, uh, said that an assistant U.S. attorney rejected the search warrant at Joe Biden's residence due to optics. Can you believe that? Uh, however, they were perfectly fine uh, allowing for a search warrant at the homes of Donald Trump. She even admitted that probable cause existed. But once again, because it's Hunter Biden, they could not allow for that search warrant to go through. They blocked two search warrants, in fact. And, of course, they shot down multiple felony charges that Hunter Biden should have gotten, uh, and he was given those sweetheart deals. He said, uh, let's actually, let's go ahead and take a listen to Gary here. In this country, we believe in the rule of law, and that applies to everyone. There should not be a two-track justice system depending on who you are and who you're connected to. Yet, in this case, there was. Based on my experience, I'm here to tell you that the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office and Department of Justice handling the Hunter Biden tax investigation was very different from any other case in my 14 years at the IRS. At every stage, decisions were made that benefited the subject of this investigation. For example, prosecutors concealed contents of Hunter Biden's laptop from investigators. DOJ slow walk steps to include interviews, serving document requests, and executing search warrants. Warrants that were ready as early as April of 2020, but were delayed until after the November, November 2020 election and never pursued. Investigators were not allowed to follow up on WhatsApp messages from Hunter Biden's Apple iCloud backup, where he suggested he was sitting next to his father. Assistant United States Attorney Leslie Wolf cited the optics of executing a search warrant at President Biden's residence as a deciding factor for not allowing it, even though she agreed that probable cause existed. Prosecutors instructed investigators not to ask about the big guy or dad when conducting interviews. The Biden transition team was tipped off about interviews the night before the investigation went over, a fact my FBI counterpart confirmed to this committee in a recent testimony. 
where the result was that only one witness spoke to investigators that day. These are just some of the examples of how our investigation was stymied. And the list goes on and on. But the fact that they simply would not allow for a search warrant to be executed, despite the fact that there was obvious probable cause to do so, it once again illustrates the point that I'm attempting to drive home, that there is something fundamentally broken inside the American justice system and that there is no such thing as blind justice. There is no equal application of justice under the law, especially when you understand that the federal government had absolutely no problem executing search warrants on the home of President Donald J. Trump, uh, charging him under the Espionage Act, when in fact the Espionage Act wouldn't and should have never applied to him. It's never applied to any former president in the past and every single president since the institution of the National Archives, uh, they have forgotten or neglected to bring back classified documents uh, in uh, a whole volume of different examples. And of course, Joe Biden never had a search warrant executed at his house. He just had the FBI come in and take a look for him uh, and they were able to bag it all up. At President Trump's house, they staged this uh, very damaging picture attempt to make President Trump appear as if he just had mountains and mountains of classified documents. There is uh, no such thing as optics when it comes to Donald Trump. The only optics they have there, they want to make him look as bad as possible. Scout 65 says, will the left be successful in getting Trump off the ballot in all 50 states after the next indictment? Uh Maybe, maybe they will be. I'm going to suggest something uh, that I suggested earlier. Uh, if President Trump is removed from the ballot in all 50 states, I think that the American people need to exercise the largest write-in campaign of any candidate in the history of this country. We need to write Donald Trump's name on every single ballot by hand, and we should not vote for any other Republican candidate for president. We should only support President Donald Trump no matter what happens. Uh, and uh, people may disagree with me. You know, the argument could be made that if we write in President Trump and not enough people are on board with this, uh, that it's never going to work and we're going to end up with another Joe Biden or a Kamala Harris or something like that. Uh, but I, I would imagine, in from my estimation, that's the only choice we would have at that point. Uh, well, there are other choices, but they're not ones that I care to get into at this time. Uh, so Gary Shapley, the IRS whistleblower who initially came forward, uh, was discussing the U.S. attorneys blocking those charges against Hunter Biden. Let's go ahead and take a listen to his characterization of their obstruction of the investigation. The Justice Department allowed the president's political appointees to weigh in on whether to charge the president's son. After United States Attorney for D.C. Matthew Graves, appointed by President Biden, refused to bring charges in March 2022, I watched United States Attorney Weiss tell a room full of senior FBI and IRS senior leaders on October 7, 2022, that he was not the deciding person on whether char charges were filed. That was my red line. And it's quite, it's quite the red line because David Weiss should have been that deciding factor. But again, of course, there is no such thing as justice under Joe Biden's America. He said this case was presented to two presidentially appointed U.S. attorneys in D.C. and California. There were no charges brought in those districts. And that tells you everything you need to know. 
Thank you also to Just Duckies for the cookie and then J2Dank for dropping the can. I appreciate it. Uh, so the, the, that's about it for the coverage of uh, that particular uh, 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 testimony that was given today. As I said, later on tonight, Brad and I are going to be going into it in more depth because it continued on after I started the show at 5 o'clock. But there's a story uh, that broke out of North Korea in the last couple of days, and I just I meant to talk about it for the last two days and I never got around to it. There were other things that I wanted to make sure I hit upon. So, um, apparently... A U.S. soldier sprinted across the demilitarized zone from South Korea into North Korea, and uh, the initial word was that it was some type of an accident, and then I heard that perhaps this soldier had actually defected to North Korea, but now they are saying that maybe it was a TikTok stunt. Not quite sure of what to think about this, but uh, what they're saying now is that this was a tourist uh, discussing seeing the plainclothes American soldier sprint across the demilitarized zone. Uh, anybody who would witness something like that, of course you would think that it was just a stunt. It wasn't uh, a serious action that somebody was looking to take. Uh, the witness to the event was Sarah Leslie. She and her father were part of a tour group that had departed from Seoul that morning to visit the uh, demilitarized zone, separating the two halves of North Korea. Uh, she said she had no idea at that time that Travis King, part of uh, a group of 43 tourists, was going to run straight into North Korean territory. He's very lucky he didn't hit a uh, a landmine or something. But she said he was dressed casually in jeans and a T-shirt, although he was a soldier, uh, and uh, that perhaps maybe he was facing uh, military and disciplinary action when he got home. Well, we've learned from a senior defense official uh, that King had just finished about two months in a South Korean detention facility following some type of physical altercation with locals. Uh, This man, King, was arrested, uh, and uh, he was held at that facility. He said he made comments stating that he did not want to come back to America. Maybe he thought America was racist and they weren't uh, doing enough to support him. Well, you, you go to a foreign land, you act like an asshole and you get into a fight with people. You have to uh, uh, submit yourself to the laws of that land. And in South Korea, obviously, they don't take too kindly to that. Uh, as the United States has had a military presence in Korea for many, many decades, uh, there is a little bit of bad blood between the Koreans and uh, the United States. I mean, they take it seriously when U.S. soldiers come into Korea and uh, behave badly. So uh, this military uh, discipline that King may have been facing could have been uh, discharge from the service. So uh, the Pentagon is saying that he willfully and without authorization crossed the DMZ into the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. Uh, now, that witness to the event uh, said that her tour group went a step further than many by visiting the joint security area in the area of Panmujan, which allows tourists to effectively step on North Korean soil inside one of the buildings, which are jointly held. So uh, to get on such a tour, it required submitting your passports and getting all that information in advance. Uh, so as it stands right now, Uh, We have no idea what's going on with this kid. Uh, All we know is that he walked quickly through that group and straight into that building. And then he was essentially in North Korea. Uh, And maybe he was doing it as some stupid stunt. Maybe he believed that uh, he was going to be facing some outrageous uh, punishment when he got home. Uh, But I think that he's up for a rude awakening because life in North Korea is not going to be any sort of a fairy tale or anything even resembling that. 
Um, the uh, word about the evidence in the Secret Service investigation of uh, the cocaine found in the White House uh, was delivered last night by Jesse Waters in their new primetime slots uh, on Fox News. And I think it goes uh, without saying that uh, those time slots are not getting anywhere near the type of viewership they used to when Tucker Carlson was on the network. In fact, uh, they are the lowest they've been in recorded history. Um But we have a GOP congressman who says that the Secret Service, uh, now that they're done with this investigation, actually blew up the cocaine because they needed to destroy the DNA evidence. Uh, This is the same cocaine that was found inside the White House that they didn't interview anybody about. Obviously, this wasn't a real investigation in the same way that uh, the uh, the DOJ and the FBI and the IRS's investigation into Hunter Biden wasn't a real investigation either. <clears throat> so I had mentioned earlier that there was some additional testimony going on today. Uh, and uh, last week, the testimony of Christopher Ray I thought, was uh, one of the better moments uh, that we've had in recent memory. Now, Victoria Sparts, uh, she is the first Ukrainian-born member of Congress, and she is the first member of Congress to have been born in the Soviet Republic. She is a Republican. And that should surprise no one, because if you come from a fascist or a communist nation, Make your way to the United States of America. You're coming here for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And you want to be as far away from communism as you possibly can. Unfortunately, the left of modern-day America embrace communism because they've never had to suffer or uh, fight their way up through anything in their lives. Certainly, they've never had to face an authoritarian regime. And uh, if they believe that Democrats are going to create some sort of communist utopia for them once they fully take over all branches of government, then they have a really, really rude awakening coming to them. I point them to uh, the Soviet Union of uh, the 1970s and 80s. I point them to the current modern-day North Korea. Uh, I, I point them to the authoritarian regime of communist China. Certainly, Victoria Sparks knows uh, exactly what that's like. I mean, having grown up in Ukraine behind the Iron Curtain as a child, uh, having known Soviet communism firsthand, uh, she has uh, a lot to say about that. And she actually told Christopher Ray last week uh, that his tactics are very KGB-like. She said, actually, let's go ahead and... Uh, Now, this is a six-minute video. We're not going to be able to do that. So, uh, a selected segment of this. Uh, She said, okay, so we had a couple years ago, it was a hearing, and I actually looked on all of the concerns that I've seen with warrantless surveillance and abuses of Section 702 of FISA. I compare your agency to the KGB and spending two years in this community reading a lot of reports now, doing a lot of hearings. I am really shocked that your agency is involved, not just in the unlawful surveillance of American citizens, but the intimidation of American citizens, the censorship of American citizens, potential cover-ups of convenient political figures, and potential setups of inconvenient political figures. And a lot of my colleagues have asked a lot of questions, but I think when we look at that, and unfortunately, we haven't been doing our job authorizing spending, which was not authorized by our committee already, probably for over a decade, we're going to have this serious conversation, and that includes the reauthorization of Section 702. 
Let me just say this. If as a result of the persecution of American citizens, the censorship of American citizens, the persecution and setting up of inconvenient uh, political uh, uh, opponents, if all of these terrible things that have been done by the FBI, the DOJ and our current corrupt federal government, if this leads to the ending of FISA and warrantless wiretapping and surveillance of American citizens, uh, my friends, I will say that that is going to be a damn good thing. And that's going to be one step closer to the type of America that I think many of us remember from before FISA came on board uh, after 9-11. This is a very Soviet bloc type world that we're living in now. You know, I feel like the modern day American government took as uh, many lessons as they could from uh, global authoritarian regimes, and they baked them in uh, to the type of system that we have currently. Uh, we have this illusion of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You know, it's uh, your, your life is at their liberty, and your happiness is only that which they decree. Uh, And we need to do away with that. We need to get back to a very different type of system, something far closer to what our founding fathers intended for us. Uh, Finally today, uh, Russia has made some new claims uh, to the State Department uh, and uh, the Atlantic Council. They're claiming that they are censoring information on the biological laboratories in the U.S. that are run by Bill Gates and, of course, Hunter Biden's linked Metabiota. Uh, so the State Department is currently conducting an active outreach program designed to neutralize Russian accusations that U.S. military biologists have violated the provisions of the Biological Weapons Convention. This is coming from Russia. The International Science and Technology Center, which exists in Astana, Kazakhstan, uh, Astana, that S-A-T-A-N, Satana, it's very close to Satan. Uh, it plays a key role in the censorship of claims about those U.S. biolabs that were found in Ukraine. Uh, that is working together with Wooden Horse Strategies, which happens to be a U.S. consulting firm run by the Kiev-run Atlantic Council Eurasia Center uh, and a senior fellow there by the name of Brian Meffert. Now, there's a contract between the ISTC and Wooden Horse, and that contract provides for the posting of relevant material at least eight times a month, as well as the monitoring of pro-Russian publications on this topic appearing online and promptly responding to them, and that includes blocking access. That means that they are actively scanning for posts and articles about the biological laboratories that were previously run by that Bill Gates and uh, and Hunter Biden linked companies uh, staffed and paid for by the United States government. And, of course, definitely not working on biological weapons designed to uh, to hit Russians, ethnic Russians. Certainly not. Certainly not. My mother says, Zach, where can I find your show with Jason? Uh, it gets posted on my channel. Uh, and the next one will end up being posted in the next 24 hours. But you can go to my videos on my channel and you can see the last two episodes that I did with him. <clears throat> so uh, you can take a look here. I, I, Russia does a really good job of putting together these, these infographics. Uh, we've got uh, articles here from The Guardian, from a place called Compact, from The New York Post, from uh, uh, Veterans Today, uh, a video from BitChute, uh, Sky News. That's I think that's Karen Kingston right there. Uh, an article from Sky News. Uh, and uh, essentially, these are examples of coverage in the mainstream media by uh, a, a number of different outlets. And of course, every single one of them 
It's going to be targeted for silence uh, and targeted for um, uh, you know some type of response from this organization. Uh, and if we take a look at uh, another infographic here, Russia discussing to have found those seized documents, which prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the Pentagon was maintaining bioweapons research facilities and institutions in Ukraine. Uh, that was done through the Walter Reed Army Institute of Research and participated in biological warfare, uh, mainly against Russian-speaking citizens in the Donbass from 2014 to 2022. That, my friends, is perhaps the real reason why there was such tension between the people of the Donbass and the people of Ukraine. Those people in the eastern portion of Ukraine were ethnically Russian. So as long as they were being targeted, if they were part of the Ukrainian state, then they could more effectively be experimented upon. All right, you guys, um, we're going to go ahead and end it right there because I've got to get ready for the show tonight at 9 p.m. with Brad Altered State on uh, Badlands Media. Uh, There are no more thank yous to give. Uh, I want to appreciate everybody for being here. We've got 2,300 people over on Rumble and 275 likes. I would sincerely appreciate it. Uh, It looks like hardly any people are here on uh, on Pilled over on the Foxhole. But uh, to those of you who are, I sincerely appreciate it. Thank you very much for hanging out. Chops ITMC, the ages are unimportant. What's most important is that the AG is not even looking at what happened in other states. No, that's extremely uh, important. Uh, But my position here is that uh, the punishment that they are seeking for these people uh, is designed uh, to be death sentences. That's what I was getting at. And yes, you're right. I mean, this is not something that's unusual. Uh, They are completely ignoring everything that happened in all of the other states across this country, any of the uh, controversy about the legitimacy of these elections, any of the questions that people had. Uh, yes, Dana Nessel is uh, is a despot, and uh, I'm so glad to be out of Michigan. All right, you guys, thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and pass. Actually, I'm not going to pass the gold pills. There's hardly any there. So uh, until next time, hopefully I see you tonight at, uh, at 9 p.m. on Altered State. Otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow at 5 for another episode of Red Pill News Live. Until that time, good luck and God bless.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.